What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. This is the first time you and I ever talked about that. Because one of my philosophies is like, you're married to my sister. What y'all do at home is none of my business. As long as you don't touch Yvette and they harm Oh, I'm going to touch Yvette. I know you are. That's why, <laughs> that's why I ended it. You know? Before we get to today's show, man, I have a quick question for you. Do you desire to make an extra six figures on the side or maybe an extra seven figures? I love the sound of that. Well, here's the truth, man. This year alone, my company, it makes on average six figures or more a month. And I want to give you five keys on how you can make an extra six figures on the side a year. Listen, man, my team and I have put together this system that can change your life. It took me from the back of my car to amazing opportunities into a very lucrative business. And I want to help you really go after your dreams, whether that's eliminating debt, starting a business, um, building your dream house, or buying your dream car, you name it, whatever that is. I'm going to teach you on September 22nd, within 90 minutes, for absolutely free, how you can make an extra $126,000 this year. All you gotta do is go to the link in today's show notes. Uh, go to anthonyo.com forward slash five keys. Register for free. Get your girlfriend, get your boyfriend, get your brother, get your sister. Because I'm telling you right now, in 90 minutes, this can change your life. Hey, let's get to today's show because this is gonna be a special one. Make sure you register. Peace out. What's happening? No capping. We AO about to get a plate. Oh, pull up to the table. Let's go. In today's day and time, man, you know. <laughs> Uh, black fathers are, are often not celebrated. They're often talked about, judged, crucified, talked down on. And, man, and it bothers me because I'm like, man, I know a lot of great fathers. And then on top of knowing great fathers, I know a lot of great black fathers who, who love their families, who love their kids, who who's made sacrifices for their kids. And on top of that, they're also great husbands. And I was like, yo, you know what, man? I'm going to call one of the best ones to the table. One of the best ones because 12 years ago, I met this guy who married my one and only blood sister, um, Yvette, at that time, Yvette Gibbons. And this guy with dreads walked in, 
And I was like, who in the hell are you? <laughs> and uh, man, I was like, bro, who are you? And he was like, this is my boyfriend. I was like, yo, what? You know, and, and here's one thing about my sister. She's never brought home no other man. And so um, when she brought him home, I was like, okay, okay. But you're going to learn more about this guy, um, Glenn. Y'all know him, Glenn Henry. Uh, he is the owner of uh, Belief in Fatherhood. Um, has grown his, his channel, his business, his empire to millions of people, impacted millions of people, and y'all already know him. Um, but before we get to my brother-in-law, that's right, my brother-in-law who married my beautiful sister and had four beautiful kids is at the table today. Uh, but before we get there, I want to remind you, um, as we're talking about fathers today, as we're talking about parenting, as we're talking about some things that's going to inspire you and encourage you, two quick things. I want to remind you uh, that this Thursday, September 22nd, we're going to be launching um, the five keys to building and monetizing your personal brand. I'm going to show you what Glenn has done, what I have done, and what you can do to really bring wealth into your family, to really give you the opportunity to either stay on your job or leave your job. So it's 100% free. Well, it's going to be 49 bucks, but we're going to do it for free because I want to bless you. It's a 90-minute workshop that's going to really teach you how to scale your business and how to grow six figures on the side. And what I love about having Glenn here is, I'm going to be honest with y'all up front, um, the brother scared me, and for a season, I didn't like him because he said he was quitting to be a stay-at-home father and to pursue YouTube. And I was like, what? You're not a man. Mm. <laughs> but today, I got to apologize to America. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. so bad. I love it. I love it. I love it. But last thing, man, hit, hit subscribe. Join us. Uh, be a part of the family, and we're going to have a good time. Yo! Glenn, what's up? What's man? up, bro? Welcome uh, to the table, man, man. Thank you for having me here, man. I love your home. It's beautiful here. Bro. Hey, man. Listen, man. You know, you know, a part of this, you know, I, I got to give credit to you because you inspired it. Oh, man. You know, I I don't be taking credit for it, but I, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time, man. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm on the phone with you often, like, bro. Yeah. yeah. Come on, dog. You yeah, can do this. This yeah, is easy. Yeah, man. I'm coaching people. I'm helping you yeah. convince. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. we was out here. So, uh, man, it's good to see all this coming to fruition. You know man. what I'm saying? You following in your little brother's footsteps. I appreciate it, man. Yo, bro. Man, I appreciate stuff. you, man. I, I appreciate you. So let me say it up front. I'm sorry, brother-in-law. Yeah, for what, man? I, got, I need you to say the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> say the whole thing. I'm sorry, brother-in-law. Twelve. It wasn't 12 years ago, because 12 years ago you were working, and then I think mm -hmm. it was like a year into y'all's marriage. or No, three when y'all had Theo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was like, yo, I'm going to be a stay-at-home father. Yeah, we. so we got, we got it was Uriah. Okay. Right? Okay. Raya was born, and Yvette was like, you know, I think you should be a stay-at-home father. So the conversation started with my sister? Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I wasn't trying to do that. I felt the same way you felt. What For kind of man real? stays home? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of man, like, you're supposed to be out there trying to make money, trying to figure it out, yeah. and grinding or whatever, but Yvette was the breadwinner. You know okay. what I'm saying? And she was like, look, like... Childcare is expensive. Yeah. Um, we have two sons, and I believe that it would be great for them to see what love looks like coming from a father. Wow. And, um, you know, she loved her career. She loved what she was doing, and she yeah. felt like she uh, was called to that space specifically for those for those kids, that she's yeah. a math teacher yeah. by trade. Um, and, yeah, who knew it would, you know, turn into all this. But, yeah, that, that was her idea. So I owe him two apologies. Yeah. I thought it was his idea. Oh, no, nah, I wasn't trying to finesse her. Nah. For real? Nah, never. You know, because I, I believe that I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I had to do something. Right, right, right. Okay. And so um, once I got in the position of knowing that, like, okay, I'm 
I'm supposed to do something. I, I thought it was art. I thought it was music. I okay. thought I was going to be out here touring, you know what I'm saying, and, and traveling and rapping and all that stuff. Yeah. And I just hated that lifestyle. Wow. I hated leaving home. I hated traveling, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it, it, I just realized, man, like I can make money right in my drawers in my living room. Bro, and you are. Yeah. You are. You are. Right. Let's talk about it. So uh, I'm teaching people now in this season. Like I, My foundation is helping people get out of debt, right? Yeah. But I also got to also understand to help them get out of debt. I got to help them really build income, mm. you know. And one of those things is like really following your purpose, following your passions, um, and turning it into profit. When did you realize you wanted to start the belief in fatherhood? I, and I don't want to just call it YouTube because it's so much bigger than YouTube. Yeah. Like the belief in fatherhood brand. Mm -hmm. When did you realize that that was your passion and that's what you wanted to pursue? Well, I realized when um, I. As a child, mm -hmm. right, I didn't, I knew my dad was valuable. <clears throat> Excuse me. I knew my dad was valuable. I, I, I wanted him around more, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't have access to him because he lived in California. Wow. And so I always knew that, like, there was something missing on the daily, and I knew that eventually I wanted a family. And I didn't want to be a dad until I saw an amazing father doing it on the daily. Wow. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, now that I see that, he can do it. I can do it. Right. So most people, they just need proof. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just wanted to become proof for other people. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know it was a YouTube channel. I just was like, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I yeah. feel alone. Every day it feels real defeated. I'm, I'm, it's all types of fluids everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All types of baby fluids from every, for every, <laughs> every opportunity for something to come out. It's coming. Out. You know what I'm saying? And so... Me doing that by myself during the day was, was difficult. And I was like, okay, I can't be the only one dealing with this. And the huge platform was blogs. Like, everyone's typing this yep, out. Yep. And there wasn't a lot of YouTube dads. It was like me and LaGuardia the Cross at the time. Yep, yep. And I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to do this thing. It's wide open. And then I had an unfair advantage, right? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we're talking about this whole thing, uh, how, how to grow your income, you know, yep. through social media and stuff like that. Like, you have to figure out what your unfair advantage is. That's you know what I'm saying? And so my unfair advantage was that I did music. And so I had a, a, a huge library of producers I was working with yeah. that were sending me music. So when everyone was kind of like using those custom music from like those yeah. all them sound things, I was using my own music, which set me apart because I was rapping about the video in the video. In the video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I took my old passion and merged it together for, you know, for what I was doing at the time. Man, that, that is awesome. And so I'm curious, while you're at home, you got two, two black sons, Yvette is off at work. What was the hardest thing during that time? It was definitely the loneliness, okay. um, like feeling like uh, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. Wow. You know, they say kids grow up fast, right? You yeah. know, um, the days are long, the years are fast, right? Wow, so wow, wow. those are days, it just seemed like forever, you know, like uh, emotionally tired, right? Mm. Um, emotionally exhausted. So like you, you may have physically the capabilities to do everything you need to do, but like you're tired of people's like feelings on you yeah. you know what i mean and you don't have a place to let that out yeah and um you know when i go to the park hang out with you know with the other people at the park no one talked to me you know so i'm a black man during yeah. the day <laughs> where are you go what home. are you doing <laughs> go to work bro. right take right. your kids to school day I mean, right to work day and it was like nah like i didn't really have anywhere to put that mm. you know that was hard so here's here's a good question let's, let's go even deeper you said and this is the first time 
this is the first time you and I ever talked about that. Because one of my philosophy is like, you're married to my sister. What y'all do at home is none of my business. As long as you don't touch Yvette and they're harmful. Oh, I'm going to touch Yvette. I know you are. That's why, that's why I ended it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see why I talk about booties? It just runs in our family. I know he's going to touch my sister. Yeah, I'm touching all God darn, Glenn, you ain't got to remind me. <laughs> I'm the only person that can do that. It's privilege. But I'm talking about loans you don't touch Yvette in a harmful way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can argue all you want. That's none of my business. Mm -hmm. So I never really talked to you about like, I never even told you, man, dude, what the heck are you doing? Because it was none of my business. Mm -hmm. If you and Yvette agreed to that at home, that's y'all's family's business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm curious, were you fearful of what people was going to say about you when you left your job to be a stay-at-home dad and a uh, provider and you're not providing, your, your wife is providing? Yeah, I think I was a little concerned about what other people thought, not what they were going to say, because people really don't say much. I got you. They talk about you. They don't really talk to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't, I was thinking like, man, what are they thinking about me? You yeah. know what I mean? So I felt the judgment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also knew that kind of like it was our business. You yeah. know what I mean? And I know me, like I'm I'm a hustler. Like, Daddy, you, are. you know, like I used to sell oils and incense out of bag before I ate. Like I, I, I made myself make $30 on the bus at the salons, like back in Baltimore. What? You know what I'm saying? I was cutting hair, all that stuff I do. I was doing yeah. that for money. Like, that's how I ate right. back in the day. So I, I knew that I could figure out something. I just didn't know what it was. Mm. So um, it, it took a while for me to get it. But yeah, I was a little concerned about what people thought. Man. So how did you get over the concern? Uh, I just realized that people going to think stuff regardless. Yeah. Like, whether you're doing something or you're doing nothing, they're going to be talking about you and saying stuff about you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like... Well, I might as well make them mad. You know what I'm saying? In the yeah. process. And then, uh, because what I realized is, like, everybody was asking, like, why? Mm. Like, why are you doing this? Like, what's the point? Like, and then, I promise you, like, two years later, they're like, well, how'd you do that? And how can I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, that was the reoccurring thing. It's kind of like, oh, y'all don't really understand what's happening here, mm. you know? Um, like, we really like we, we talk about scripture all the time. We see those stories and yeah. we read the stories and we live and cling to that. But we have the possibility to write new stories that totally fulfill the same thing. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we don't only get to write the stories, we get to tell and orchestrate the cinema and media around it. Ooh. So you could sit here and be like, Yeah, well, I don't want to tell my story, or da, 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 da. but like you got so much power in orchestrating. Uh, the truth that you know, because we're all living out a sermon. So it was mm. like, I'm sitting here just watching, the, I'm watching people. I'm watching everybody do the same thing, and it's so many followers. Now, with me, I'm a risk taker. Yeah. Like, I, I and it sometimes it's, it's not a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take a necessary risk. But I did, I was like, well, no one's doing it like this. Mm -hmm. No one's like, having the camera setting in front of, the, sitting in front of them and kind of making it like a, a, a movie. Like, mm -hmm. and I didn't have no money. Mm. So I used broken iPhones. Yeah, you know yep. the, the screens were busted, but the cameras worked. Yeah, I had like I was borrowing people's iPhones. Just you know, what I'm saying now like you got full throttle. I got a, I got, <laughs> I, got, I got everything I need, but I everything. still know that I could use the iPhones if right. I have to. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I'm I am incredibly blessed that I was courageous enough to step out and do something. Man, you know, bro, listen, yo, he just celebrated a million subscribers last month. Mm -hmm. That's what, how long has it been? It took us probably, uh, I would say about seven years. Seven years. Yeah. You stepped out. You didn't care about what people was going to say. You just say, you know what, as long as me and my wife are on the same page, you're going to continue grinding. Yeah. 
and today you're one of the leading leading voices when it comes to black fathers. Actually, this hate race off off of it. You're one of the leading voices when it comes to father. Mm -hmm. Just being a father, period. Yeah. Someone watching right now is saying, you know what, Glenn, I, 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 I'm like you. I have something on the inside. I know what I want to do, but they're scared to step out. Why, what, were, what are some things you would tell them to do to step out and why they should step out and do it? Um, you know, I don't think this is for the people who are scared, man. Ooh. You know? Okay. okay. Like, I shouldn't have to convince you to go get it. Okay. Okay. But life going to convince you one day. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? That is because. True. You know, um, I, I mean, I would say that you ha you had to be convinced. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, but it wasn't until you were put in a position to be like, I really don't have another choice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you made it work, but yeah. you had a you had an amazing network and proof yeah. to be like, oh, I just got to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you know what I'm saying? Um, and take some risk on your own, yeah. right? So you look at where you were a year ago, totally different mindset. Yes. Man, you know I'm saying, yeah. like, I remember. You being like, hey, man, am I going to have to get rid of my country club membership? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bro. Cancel the country club. <laughs> and I canceled that joint, too. You ain't got time for no I country so club. Right now you got a business that, that, yep. that you got to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like, we, we taking it to the point where it's like, I understand that you're scared, but whose business is that? Like, your fear is getting in the way of someone else's freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're sitting up here worrying about what everyone thinks and scared to start. But, like, you're literally stopping someone else from getting to the other side of whatever that is. There's people that didn't even think they could be fathers until they watched my channel. Bro. So you understand how many lives potentially I might be responsible for? Bro. The proof? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, go ahead and be scared, but move out of the way. Uh, Keep your camp. Don't buy a camera. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Don't take anybody else's time. Encourage another friend. Invest in someone else if you're not going to use it. Yo, Glenn. I can't stand it, bro. You literally say your fears are preventing someone else's freedom. Oh, 100%. Free fears are blocking freedom. Yeah. Because think about how many people had to step out and you were like, all right, because you did it, I could do it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's imagine if, you know, Eric Thomas never spoke. Ooh. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? How many people would not be where they are today? Exactly. Well, we wouldn't have a Toby. We sure wouldn't have a Toby. You know what I'm saying? Then how Ooh. many people have Toby touched? Ooh. You know what I mean? So let's 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 talk about it. Like, Ooh. you are preventing someone else from moving forward because you're scared, right? So do me a favor. Stay scared, but move out of the move way. Move out of the way. Please move. So you're you're saying, okay, cool. We're all going to be fearful. Me and you were talking about that last night. Yes. You know, I'm fearful every day when I wake up because I'm like, man, I got other families who are depending on me. Yes. That's scary. And and honestly, I don't see that fear ever going away. Yeah. But I still got to work. Yeah, because, like, fear, fear helps you feel like you're alive, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. be scared, but be active. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't mind uh, that <laughs> feeling of fear, you know, like... Uh, I think it's respect. Like yeah. you have respect for your craft. You understand what you have in your hands. You yeah. know, understand what your calling is. That's yeah. that's that's healthy. But like, if you're gonna be scared and then not do anything, then that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that like fatherhood to teach you that because yeah. you having children, you know, it, it activates your manhood in a different way. Yeah. So a father like tries to teach you how to be a man. Yeah. Children make you become one. 
they 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 force you to apply everything that you said. Yeah. This is no longer theory. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, if you don't do what you said you're gonna do, Dad, like we're not gonna eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you sit up here, you're scared to get on stage or you're scared to move in a certain direction, like, we're not gonna eat, Dad. Yeah. So let's 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 move. Man, this is man, this this is I came I here to drop gems. I don't talk like that. I don't get to talk like this. <laughs> so you know I'm a flex over here. I'm like, man, fears <laughs> are blocking freedom. Oh, my goodness. What is one thing you've learned being a successful business owner now? Mm. Um, you've built a huge, a huge empire for fatherhoods, um, for fathers, for black fathers as, as that. But you're also a husband. You are actual a father. You're a friend. Uh, you're a Christian believer. What is what is the biggest lesson that you can take away from the last seven years of your life of building? Man, I mean, there's so many lessons I could take away. I would say that the main thing mm -hmm. is who you marry is extremely important. Okay, so pick right. Yeah, oh, choose well, and don't only choose well, make that decision right. Because sometimes it don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... Uh, we talk about this on our podcast, How Married Are You, with Yvette and I. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, we think back to when I first started Belief in Fatherhood, and she she wasn't necessarily in agreement. You know, she was very uncomfortable with, okay. like, oh, well, you know, you're not cleaning the house before you film. You know, my bra's up in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want our family out there like that. But I, I, I kept moving, and she... I had to prove to her mm -hmm. what I had already believed in myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to manifest my own dream, right, to her mm. before. Like, I dreamed it, but I had to man she had to see it manifest. Yeah. So she got on board after she saw the comments, after she saw the people like, yo, I can't wait to be a father. I didn't know this was possible, such and such and such and such. You know what I'm saying? So, but my wife was able to put me in a position to be a stay-at-home father so I could even learn the skills to like parent divinely, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. with focus. And so even after that, she stepped up in ways during our marriage. She's like, you know what? I see the, the calling the Lord has on your life mm -hmm. and I don't want to be a hindrance to that. Mm. So here's my, here's what I'm willing to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like people are just like, they would have stopped that. Oh, she don't believe in me what I want to do. I married the wrong person. Right. It's like, nah, I had to prove something to her. She never seen me step out like that. Right. She never right. seen me take a big risk. So I had to like really invest in that relationship and give her something tangible to hold on to. And then she's fully on board. Wow. So on board that she quit her own job. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yep, and she was yep. like, I'm coming home. You figure it out, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, and that's another thing. She'll challenge me and puts me like that is a, that's one thing I would say is okay. be careful like who you marry, make sure you make the right decision. And then, and if you don't make, if you don't think it's the right decision, make it right. Okay. And then. But, but hold on, before you go to the next one. For us single people, mm -hmm. how do we, how do we, in your, what, 12 years now of marriage, mm -hmm. if you could speak to us single people real quick, because 52% of watching right now are single. Okay. What are three things we should be talking about up front to help us identify if I'm choosing right? So I, my wife and I made a whole list. Okay. Of like things that you should make out of like, hey, these are the questions you should ask before, okay. you know, um, but you just understand, first of all, and, and one, I'm, I've been married for 12 years. I'm not in the new social media dating, so I, I don't know what y'all dealing with out here. I, I'll help you out. It's, <laughs> it's sticky. It's rough. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. It's rough. So what I'm saying is in this in this stage of life, you have to look at the foundation of a person and not so much the 
the symptoms of trauma, right? So okay. like, so like, you may get in an argument with someone because they don't respond correctly or they don't respect you. Yeah. But that thing is coming from somewhere. Oh. And so when you like, when you find a person who's worth investing in, okay, those things that are kind of um, uh, like frivolous and trivial, like yeah. those things could be worked on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you're talking about like, it does this person like lie to me every day. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like though like nah, don't date that person. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you can't trust them, right. it's probably not a you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, uh do they value my opinion? Are they patient? You know what I'm saying? Like, do they apologize? Do they admit when they're wrong? Like, those are like really big things that you're gonna need in a relationship. Yes. Are they uh uh understanding when I fail? You know what I'm saying? Are they forgiving? Like those are different those are things, these are fundamental things in a person that you're like, you're gonna be we're gonna be able to grow something to grow something together. Yeah. Uh, as far it depends on your lifestyle, right? Like I don't like to travel. Like Girl. Yvette loves to travel. She you does. know what I'm saying? So it's like I knew that I wanted someone who wanted to be a homebody, yeah. but at the same time, like I know that she has to travel. So that's not something. That's not a deal breaker for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I'm gonna be traveling sometimes. You know, um, because I love her, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. So. Um, I think there's many different ways, and I think it's a case by case basis. And yeah. I don't think you can just. And I think we should probably do a, we should probably do an e course specifically for like premarital stuff, so Absolutely. that we can help people understand like this is the process of trying to find the right person and making yeah. sure they they are right. Yeah. Because it's one thing to find the right person; yeah. it's another thing to make them the right person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you guys will be making each other the right person for each other. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna ask this question. If you if you don't want to answer it, that's cool because it's about my sister, and I want to get you in no trouble and get me and you in no trouble. Okay. But a lot of people think marrying a virgin, which you did. Mm -hmm. He married my sister, y'all. That's why I was I was I was I was staring him down. She was never touched mm -hmm. before, and, and he has touched her, Lord Jesus, mm -hmm. at least four times. <laughs> <laughs> that you know it. <laughs> Glenn! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make it awkward, baby. Glenn! Oh, Lord Jesus, boy. That's my blood, man. Yeah. Listen. Oh, Lord. Okay, let's come back. Lord Jesus, I'll be thinking about that. No. <laughs> don't think about it. Please. I know, I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. But, Glenn, a lot of people think, a lot of people, a lot of men think marrying a virgin, abstaining from intimacy while dating, mm -hmm. Um, it's almost impossible, mm -hmm. and then some people think marrying a virgin, she's she's a like she's a perfect woman. Was my sister perfect? I'm not talking about abstaining, but did she come with flaws that y'all needed to work through? Some major flaws that made you even think sometimes, like, oh, I don't know, you you're a virgin, but I don't, I don't know. So uh, we don't talk about that a lot about how like we abstain from sex before we were married. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't know that about us. So like we we did not have sex before marriage. Wow, um, I know that. Yeah, yeah, you know that. But a lot of people don't know that. About <laughs> For real, right? Yeah. So was she perfect? Yeah, absolutely not. You grew up with her. I know that, but I'm yeah. just saying people think virgins are just like they're 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 this. There's nothing wrong with them. Well, no, it's a lot wrong with them. There <laughs> are people. We may need to edit it out. And go to the next question. No, we gonna keep sitting there. I'll deal with it on the podcast. <laughs> How married are you? Uh, yeah, no, uh, no, she's definitely flawed. I mean, like she, it's not that the thing is, like she was taught to, she was taught that life. Yeah, she was right, but it was didn't come with education. 
And I, so I can't true. really tell her her full story. I think yeah. that's her business, and I think she should be a part of this conversation. Maybe we, we didn't have, we didn't have the sex talk growing up. Exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you can speak from your own experience. Yeah, we right? didn't. You know, our parents didn't. They just told us it's it's a sin to have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, you told that to me and my brother. Yeah. <laughs> we just not sin. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Yvette listened. You know, and, and I love Yvette because Yvette did. Yvette was always a listener, but Yvette got on my nerves too growing up. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, I, I just wanted, I wanted to ask that. Now I'm getting a little uncomfortable. I'm no, 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 no. Let's, let, let's stay here for a sister, sec. Let, let me stay here for a sec. That's my sister, brother. <laughs> let me stay here for a sec. So what I want to say, because I think this is a really important conversation that yeah. people need to think about, because when you marry a virgin that hasn't been educated, mm. there is a, uh, there's an on-ramp that it's like a lot slower. So she doesn't trust you with her body. Yep, yep. Right? She doesn't know your intentions. Yep. She doesn't know your past experiences. She's going to compare herself to those. Yeah. She's uh, fearful, right? She doesn't know, understand that it may be for, it's not just for you, it's for her, Mm. right? So it took Yvette and I, we talk about this on the podcast, six, almost seven years for us to have a healthy sex life. I remember when you told me that, I felt bad for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I what? And I'm and so so that time like it's not like but Yvette literally she just was she was cons- like she didn't know. She didn't know. She didn't know anything. And so like yeah. and it was different from like, you know, yeah, you could try to teach her, mm-hmm. but she wasn't even receptive of having a conversation because mm-hmm. she thought that she thought that even the talk about sex was bad. Yeah. And so that's what a lot of time that's what we have like mostly in the church is that problem is that Absolutely. if I get my child to be married without having sex. having sex, then I've won. And it's like, I'm looking like, no, <laughs> you did not win. You know what I'm saying? Because we are dealing with the aftermath of that. You yes. know what I'm saying? And so, you know, she's definitely free now, but Absolutely. like for a long time, it was really, really hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That free word sounds a little... Yeah, she's very free. Okay, yeah. Ooh. So anyways, y'all... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey, listen, man. Hey, man, listen. I, 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 I. Let me regroup because that was that was my sister. He was talking about. So <laughs> let me just somebody help this man, man. Yeah, help me out. Can we get some water? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I love it, man. So it, it, let's look at all of this, Glenn. Mm-hmm. First, six, first six years of your marriage, you and my sister are working through some things personally, mm-hmm. and we're always gonna be doing that. Absolutely, because you're married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are always are growing. Uh, but you're always growing. Speak proper grammar. Um, and then you're a stay-at-home father. Uh, you're you're you you have a vision that you're working the vision. And I'm curious, while you was working the vision and dealing with your personal stuff at home, was there ever a season that you just said, "Forget it"? Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Like this belief in fatherhood thing ain't working. I'm gonna go back and just get us a job and just and and forget about serving people, helping people, and go do something that I know can bring in money. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, even now, like, I still get, like, dang, man, like, did I really choose well? I had a million subscribers? I had a million subscribers because I wasn't prepared to become a CEO. I thought I was just going to be a creator out here with a camera. But I'm realizing that, like, this is, like, oh, I'm, the companies I'm talking to, like, they're talking about different things. They're talking about percentages and, you know, like owning stake in, in companies and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, man, I just want to tell stories about black fatherhood. You know what I'm saying? And so in order to do what you want to do, it doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. Just a, a belief in yourself, no pun intended, and, and then like a camera and some other stuff. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it doesn't really take much. But for you to truly steward your gift well, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be a student. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to like 
I can't have, I can't like let go of conversations and not like, I can't let stuff go with employees. Right, right, and, Like right. hold grudges. Right. That may have been good for my personal life and my, me as a creator, but me as a CEO, like I have to be caring and attentive and understanding and sit and have meetings and re, re-explain. Yeah. Like it's different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Stuff that I wasn't necessarily good at, yeah. but I had to acquire the skill quick. Yeah. You know? And so I realized, because I was like, no, this is hard and this is too hard for me and nobody gets it. Wow. Right. And it's not that no one gets it. It's just that I don't have a number two. You know what I'm saying? Like I am number one, number two. Yeah. Lo- lo- Yvette's number. Th- Yvette's kind of like that person. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I don't have like that person next to me that's just kind of like shoulder to shoulder. Let's do this. Right. Right. It's is me. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, I I bear all the responsibility, and I wasn't necessarily afraid of that weight. And when that weight came down on me, I broke, mm. crying on the floor in the garage. Yvette walked in like, bro. Are you okay? And I'm boohooing. Like, I'm not, I'm sobbing. Concrete, face on the concrete. Concrete. Because I just, I couldn't take the pressure. And my therapist helped me understand that, like, it's not going to stop being hard. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But you have to figure out your, your, your fundamental things that you need in order to make sure that you can manage all the things. So... Before I start my days and stuff like that, I have to honor myself first. Yeah. Right? I have to, like, do something for me. Right. Hobbies, tennis, waking up, breath work. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Working out, you know, time with Yvette, time with the kids. Like, I can't just be pouring out all day. Yeah. And when you're managing, like, four children trying to make sure they're good, you got a dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got employees, you know, and you're trying to, like, really be there and be a good husband. like. Yeah. That's a lot to manage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then people they see you as an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't necessarily like see you as like a person. Wow. You know, they see followers and they they see money. So um I wasn't necessarily ready to see myself in that way. And now I'm just kinda like, I figured the last thing, I'll I'll just figure this out too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing that I don't think I was prepared for. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, this is so good. If y'all just now tuning in, man, it's my brother in law, uh Glenn Henry. Uh, the CEO of Belief in Fatherhood, and he has some amazing things that he's doing uh, back in the California area. Um, And I want to remind you all, make sure that as we're talking about fatherhood and building, that you position yourself to where when you transition to uh, go to heaven, if you're a Christian like myself and my brother-in-law, that your family is taken care of, that you have life insurance in place uh, to that way. It's another way of telling your family that you love them, um, that you will miss them, but that you love them. The last thing you want to do is be in heaven and you're having a great time in heaven and then your family is miserable on earth because you were selfish while you were here and you didn't put systems and a policy in place to make sure that they are taken care of. And my fl- friends over at Ethos will help you out with that. You can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash ethos and within a matter of 11 minutes, you can have a million dollar, $2 million policy for 50 to 60 bucks a month. And when you transition off, you can leave your family with wealth to position them to excel forward and continue moving forward. And they can mourn you um, in peace, mourn you with joy, knowing that you're in a better place. Uh, but they are okay because their bills are taken care of, college is taken care of, house is paid off. The last thing you want to do is leave your family and they're struggling, but you're happy. And so I want you to take 11 minutes out of your day right now. And I want you to go to ethos, anthonyoneal.com forward slash ethos and um, spend some time. I know we don't like talking about passing it and transitioning, uh, but here at the table, we had that real relevant and relatable conversation, and this is a real statement. 
get the life insurance. Do not be selfish. Put it in place. It's 50 to 60 bucks. Stop going to four Starbucks two times a week and you'll have it. Oh, yeah. They're happy for a good reason. Prize pool gives you a chance to win big simply by saving money. You heard me right. Save your money and have a chance to win more. That, my friends, is what I call a win-win situation. Plus, they have a debit card. Use it and increase your chances to win in our weekly drawing. Head over to anthonyoneal.com slash savings to set up your account today. Prize pool, banking made fun. So, Glenn, here, here's, here's the last part I want to end with, right? How? Mm. Everyone thinks that you need a huge platform. And let's be real. For the first, what, five years, I was on a bigger platform than you. Mm-hmm. And you were killing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, and then you connect me with my good friend, Patrice Washington. I was on a bigger platform with her, and she was killing me. And I'm like, what's the... How, when I'm in front of a lot of people mm-hmm. on a daily basis, but people who are not in front of a lot of people are just, 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 just scaling and winning, making more money, building a bigger community, and, and I was confused. I'm like, wait, what in the world is going on? What do you think? There, I don't think there's no secrets, but what, what positions you to actually win at the level and at the speed that you you did win? I was in front of my people. You know what I'm saying? So like I like I started from zero and found my people one by one. You know what I'm saying? You were introduced to a different audience. You know what I'm saying? So you had access to a, a wider audience, but they didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like they They weren't my people. They weren't your people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying in any type of complexion. I'm just right. saying that they didn't know who you were. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when when I stepped out and I was like, okay. And, and so when you say how, mm-hmm. we're not talking about how to get a million followers. No. We're not talking about how to, you know, like, we're talking about how do you find your people? Because that's the real thing. That's the real right? answer. And it's really cliche, but it is really, like, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, find your niche and give more in that place than you get. That's so good. So um, that's so good. I am myself awkward um you know sometimes offbeat mm-hmm. parenting like really good but you can see the you know what i'm saying you can see the the, the trauma right yep. you know what i mean like you see it as me kind of process like i told you to get off the <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you see me process like Uzi, like stop like you know what i'm saying like right. you you can see me going through all that yeah yeah um on, on, on in the show but like I am not trying to be the perfect dad. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, I am always trying to be myself, and I'm always trying to find people that I can communicate to mm. what I know to be true. And you're not going to agree with everything. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff I said to you is not going to make sense. Yeah. And the reason is because it might be above your pay grade. Mm. Like, you may not understand it because you haven't had to fight that battle yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's certain parts of the Bible I read, and I was like, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then I got married. I said, I get it. You get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's like, right, certain things is still information. It's just not for you to hear in that season the way you, you're supposed to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, um, you know, being yourself, finding your niche. Mm-hmm. And um, third thing I said was, um, 
uh, finding your people, right? Yeah. Uh, you got to build those one by one. And so uh, you have to go in front of the people that you want to be in front of. You know what I mean? And you have to, like, call them out. So you say, like, I don't want to be on Facebook. Right. That's not your business. Right. Your business is to find your people on Facebook. Ooh. So you got to go on Facebook because your people are there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even know they're your people yet. Right, right. But if you don't make the content and put it on a thing, they will never become your people. So you got to go on Facebook. You got to go to TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to go to Instagram. Yeah. Of course, you got to be on YouTube. You know Have what I'm saying? Podcasts, yeah. Snapchat, like all everything, Twitter. Like you got to be all over the place yeah. so that you can find your people. Now, the real question you're asking me without asking is how do you manage all that? Absolutely. Because when people think about, when they say, oh, I want to do this, but I'm scared to manage all of that stuff that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you you think you got to start and be on every single platform, but really what you need is a is, is a content pyramid, Yeah. right? A content pyramid is where you make one piece of content, okay. right? A long piece of content, and you chop it up. Chop, 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 chop. You chop a three-minute video that ends up on Facebook. You 10-minute video that's on YouTube. 15 seconds, you know what I'm saying? You know the deal. Yep. Y'all do it here all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you think about it as like, I'm not necessarily putting stuff everywhere. I'm putting stuff one place and I'm spreading it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so. Are you cutting yours up for TikTok? Because, you I mean, you got what, 2 million followers on TikTok? 2.5, yeah. And you did that in a year, right? Uh, yeah, I think we did 2 million in around a year. No, no, we did a million in a year. A million in a year. Yeah, it was actually like from September to August. Yeah, a company paid me to start a TikTok. And they were like, yeah, we want to pay you. We want you to do Instagram videos, and we, you just got to start a TikTok and just put it on TikTok. So I didn't even have a TikTok until somebody paid me to get on there. What? Yeah, and by the time our contract was up, I had a million followers. Yeah. Did they help you with the content, like give you the ideas for the content? Nope. No, I just had to post the same content I made it on Instagram and put it on TikTok. And so was that from like your long form on Instagram, or you shot specifically for that short film? For that uh, short form? It, it was only short form. For for that Instagram video, I just had to syndicate it to TikTok. Syndicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that worked out for their benefit and mine because I was like, man, you got I want to. Yeah, I want to get on TikTok. I just have reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I should have just activated myself myself. Yeah. But I was like, I kept hearing about it, and I, I had to study the platform, and I, I didn't have a reason to study it. Yeah. I didn't have the time, so I made the time to study the platform after I was offered the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then I studied the platform like crazy, and I realized what about TikTok is that people follow trends but they don't make their own trends. So that's what, like, the fatherhood breakdowns really blew up on TikTok. Got you. Because that's a trend nobody can redo. Redo. Because they don't know how we do it. <sighs> Bro, this is... Oh, he's a genius. Man. He's in my family. <laughs> he's in my family. Low key. Low key. <laughs> Yo, bro, so, I'm, so which one do you like more, TikTok, TikTok or Instagram? YouTube is supreme, first of all. Absolutely. YouTube is supreme. Absolutely. Um... You know, TikTok uh, flirts harder. Mm. You know, they'll give you more for less. Okay. Um, but Instagram is more sustainable. It is. Yeah. TikTok, you know, they just completely deleted my account. Yeah, it was down for like, what, a whole month, right? A whole, it was down for like a week and a half. Week and a half. Right before Father's Day. Why, though? Because everyone was like, everyone in your tribe is like, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. There's no reason. And that's the problem is that TikTok, they don't really care about their creators they're creators you know what i'm saying like they they don't care about us you know what i'm saying 
Um, and and I, I say that knowing that, and I'm, I'm realizing like after watching the platform and just seeing, because there's no reason why my account should have been taken down. Right. Like if you know my account, you know what I do for a living. It's, it's no, super clean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so there was nobody there to be like, oh my gosh, I got you. Now I do have friends there. My homie Paul was there putting a good word, you know. Yeah. Um, um, there was somebody else there, Mirza, putting okay. a good word for me. But like there, it was like, who am I talking to? Like where are the people at? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I... I it, in, in Instagram, it it doesn't like I haven't been taken down off Instagram or anything like that, but they don't treat you as foul. Yeah, that, you know what I'm true. saying. Yeah. So YouTube is like the best place. It's gold. Yeah, it's gold. It's gold. Without talking about your finances uh, personally, mm-hmm. I talk about mine because I'm in the money space. But are you happy financially? Um, am I happy? Uh, I, I would I would say no because I don't think it the two connect like the two don't correlate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy. I see my joy, my children smiles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like when we're able to do stuff that makes them feel good. Like you know, there's certain things I want to do. Like I want to buy an RV. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I want I want to buy an RV and just travel and travel around and create content that way. Yeah. I want the, the team to come with me, caravan, and we just make you know a couple like. RV videos and come home and do some fun stuff. I want to give our children a life that uh, of of substance and experience, so that mm-hmm. they can be like, oh, I remember that place. Mm-hmm. Not not I read that in the book, but we went there. You know what wow. I'm saying? So, am I happy financially? Like, oh, I'm doing well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, definitely over seven figures. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Our company does. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I'm not like tripping. Um, but like, do I know? The problem is. Yeah, I'm doing I'm 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 doing well, but I know what I'm capable of. So I'm kind of like you can do more. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So much more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But really what that is is learning how to manage the time, manage, yeah. manage your team, manage your marriage, like manage manage the things cuz So do you believe in balancing that or do you believe in priorities? What what's your thoughts? Cuz that's jugg- a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm a juggler. Okay. So if I see something fall, I'll pick it up, throw it back up and Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like uh balance right now, I don't think that that is possible right um because it means that everything is level and mm. everything is the same and when you have when you're as an influencer yeah your life is just it's weird yeah. right like so i'll do a video and don't get paid for like 90 days yeah you know what i'm saying yep. so it's kind of like we got money promise you yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i promise it's on the way um but uh like nah like it's you know my children are wild card mm. you know what i'm saying our life doesn't look like anybody else's life. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's different. Like, I get paid to be a father and make commercials. Like, I didn't know I was handsome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a model. Like, right. that's weird for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm five foot six and a model. That's strange. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, no, I'm 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 happy, but yeah. I know what what I'm called to do. Right. I know that we have how married are you? That still needs to start yeah. making more income. I know Frank Puppet. I know it's a couple of business I, I want to buy and be yeah. a part of. So, I mean, I'm, I'm 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 happy, yeah. But I know what I'm capable of. So all in all, when we when when I look at you, the passion that's on the inside of you, your purpose, your calling is producing income. But before it was producing income. You were impacting your people. And in return, you get to build something amazing and provide for your family. Uh, the, the first thing, everything starts for me with the mission, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, which is to equip fathers to love and lead their families into eternity. Wow. That's, that's where everything starts. Yeah. A byproduct of helping 
men understand that they can be fathers and good fathers and impactful and they don't have to be perfect yeah. is that we make money off of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we we make money because we're good at our job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we don't, we're not making money off the men and the people, right? right? We're making money off the companies that want to, you know, it monetize is. off of what we do. You know what I mean? So the main focus is that I do believe I'm called to serve fathers in a major way. Mm. Um, I think I'm doing a fraction of that at the moment. Wow. Um, I do believe that there's more stories to tell. Yeah. Um, and I do want to tell those stories outside of myself because I, be like, I feel like the platform needs to be fatherhood, fatherhood. not just me. Wow. You know what I mean? Man, listen. Boy, I wish I had a, a whole hour show. We trying to hit these clocks. Before we go, bro, yeah. you have a belief in fatherhood. Mm -hmm. You and Yvette have started How Married Are You? What's the goal of that podcast? And and I want y'all to go check it out. Um, but when they go to check it out, what can they expect from that podcast? The podcast is the conversations you wish people had mm. while they were married. Mm. This is the type of stuff you talk about like, well, I wasn't I wasn't happy in this way. We're talking about it like in real time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so we're working through our issues because Yvette doesn't necessarily talk a lot. Yeah. Right? But on camera, she's willing as a service to other women. Like she's willing to go deep there. So we have like y'all get real in that podcast. Yeah, yeah. I learned stuff about y'all. I'm like, wait, how did I not know yeah, yeah. about that? It's intense. Yeah, we we get real there. And basically it's just the conversations you wish you your parents had in front of you. You know, your auntie and uncle just talking about, like, the real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so we end everything at the end with how married are you. We just tell each other, like, hey, I'm so married. I did this for you. Yeah. And you weren't expecting it. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's a real cute thing that we got going on. And so we're working on an e-course for uh, people who are possibly, you know, wanting to get engaged and okay. stuff like that. Um, and that's uh, going to be really awesome. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we're really just trying to serve each other well in this season. And when does that podcast come out? The, uh, the, what days? The, uh, Thursdays, yeah. Thursdays at what, 8? Thursdays at it'll 8 in the morning, East Coast. East Coast. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, is it only on podcasts or, or you, podcasts you, and YouTube? Yep, podcasts and YouTube. Yep. Man, well, we're going to drop the link to Beliefs in the, in the show description and to How Married Are You. Um, Yvette's not back on social, is she yet? Not, she's on TikTok. She's on TikTok, yeah. but just not Instagram and Facebook. Exactly. So we'll drop all of Glenn's information in uh, the show description, and we'll drop Yvette's. Well, we'll drop Yvette's as well. You yeah. can follow her, but yep. Yvette is... Um, Taking a social media hiatus. Hiatus. For a whole year. And for a whole year. She's been off uh, Instagram and Facebook, yeah. Ha as her husband, have you seen a difference? Like, Has it helped her? Uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely see a difference, um, you know... She's one of them people that, like, she looks at other people and like, oh, man, how's that person doing? And sometimes she'll be like, you know, they doing this. And I'll be like, so? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But sometimes, you know, like, I think it gets to her. So she just had to kind of take a break from that, you man, know? Man, a whole year. But to, to know that she had that insight and awareness about herself is that incredible. Is, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm talking about, marrying well, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, I wouldn't have never been like, and you need to get off Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was something she figured out with herself. She did. She's very self-aware. I remember when Yvette called me and told me, she said, hey, just a heads up, I'm taking a hiatus. I was like, a hiatus from who, me? She was like, no, from social media. Yeah. I was like, okay, how long, about a month? She was like, no, a whole year. Yeah, that was her thing. And that and that that affects us, you know what I'm saying? Because she was making money off of Instagram, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So support the podcast, you know what I mean? Support, support it. Yeah, I support it. Thank you. Man, yeah. listen. Well, Glenn, man, I appreciate you coming to the table, y'all. Um, this this is a good one. And when it, when y'all do the ebook, we're going to bring him and Yvette 
on the show and we're going to support it, man. I, I told him yesterday, I was like, yo, I really want to, everyone's is always surprised that we're related. Yeah. Everyone is like, wait, 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 wait. Glenn is your brother-in-law? Wait, Yvette is your sister? Yeah. John Gibbs is your brother-in-law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a very talented family and I told Glenn, well, Glenn called me about three years ago, was it? Yeah. He's like, yo, we need to do something as a family and build. And I just wasn't in a position to do it. And then I called him and my sister about a month ago and said, yo, I, we need to do this. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense for us to not do this. So y'all going to be seeing a whole lot more of the O'Neills and the Henrys coming together and really just making sure that we serve you all. Yeah. Uh, because what, what they're doing in a how married space, 12 years of marriage, uh, that's strong in the black community. And we need to highlight that. Here's a good question. How married are you? Can I get something from that as a single person? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so y'all not just talking to married people only. Oh, 100%. Most of the people that watch are single. Are single. Yeah, because it's it's like, really? You know what I mean? Like, wow. they, they don't really know, like, what kind of conversations people have. Yeah. You know? And so instead of... And this is the problem with us in the black community, right? Is that we do not share enough information. Hmm. We tell, like, yeah, parenting is great. But how, though? That's you know what I'm saying? Like... We, like, we should have been called when our, when our parents were going through stuff. Mm -hmm. They should have been telling us so we could be praying for them, <sighs> not keeping it a secret and getting divorced. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let us know that it's it's, it's a rough season, yeah. so that we know it's going to be a rough season. Absolutely. Apologize to your children. Yeah. Apologize. Like, let me see mom and dad apologize. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bro. let it, let us see the reconciliation in real time. Bro. And that is something like you'll hear me and Yvette say, "I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know I was doing that. I apologize." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to do better. Let me know how I can do better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are the type of conversations we need to be having so that people will have evidence and proof to do that. How married are you? Yeah. Um, I, I want y'all to check that out. So we're going to drop that below. And as soon as you all... Um, this studio of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, as soon as they drop the e-course beforehand, I'm gonna make sure that I fly them both back up here, and we're gonna we're gonna do it and pitch it to you all, so you all can get it. Because um, my whole thing is, I want to learn as a single man from someone who's been married, not just one year, not even just two years, someone who's actually been through some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and Glenn, I know it. While the Gibbons family and O'Neill, the only O'Neill in our family. Uh, I, I love us. Man, we have some issues, too. And Glenn had to come into that family and deal with all of us um, coming from where he comes from and watch how he has handled that thing and how he's grown, uh, matured, challenged us. Man, that's the kind of guy, that's the kind of situation I want to learn from uh, because getting married, you're not just marrying the person who you're marrying. Right. You're marrying that whole family. Yep. And that family is going to come with some issues that you got to deal with because you still got to go home to the, your spouse. And, man, one thing about my sister, she's like me. She's a family woman. Yeah. And um, my sister had to grow and mature in some areas as well. Um, and, and I would encourage y'all to listen to the How Married Are You because it's not my business to say that it's their job. But they've, they've grown and matured. And watching them, I told them this last night, watching Glenn has matured me as a single man to get ready for marriage mm. because I watched what he's had to go through and how he's learned and evolved. And I'm like, man, that's what's up. I've never doubted Glenn would take care of my sister. Never doubted him. Ne uh, never I doubted appreciate him. That, man. And I never doubted him being a father because I know that dude. And his, his kids love the hell out of their daddy. It's not just a show. It's not. We, we really be like that. I'm serious. Yeah. Like off camera, I'm like, yo, this, this is real. Mm. This is real. 
Um, so Theo, Uriah, Uzi, Anaya, love y'all. <laughs> man, I, I love them, man. So love you too. Listen, check it out. Don't forget, it's September 22nd, Thursday at uh, 11 a.m. or 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to walk through the process. Um, probably I have a half a million subscribers here probably end of uh, next month. Wow. And, um, and this guy right here was a huge role model in my life. I'll never forget the day I transitioned, he was at the house. Mm-hmm. And the dude made me sign an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, all right, let me give you the play. Let yeah. me show you how to do this thing. Yeah. And um, so him and my sister really, really took me up, up underneath their wings. And um, we're, we're doing some great things. And I just want to share with you some of the things that I'm doing here with our team and how you can really grow and be have ownership, build something amazing, um, eventually go from a creator to being a CEO. And... Um, building something for you and your family. So join us September 22nd. We'll drop the information in today's show notes and we'll see you on the next show. Peace out. Peace.